Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hello, neighbors. Welcome to Fantasy Football Today in 5. <laughs> Adam Azer and Dan Schneier here. Mr. Rogers joining us today. We're talking about Malik Neighbors. I just went to YouTube and watched the intro to uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood to try to get the voice, the cadence. I don't think I've ever seen it before, actually, Dan, but you love Malik Neighbors. Could be a top five, maybe top six pick wide receiver out of LSU. And what do you love about him? I'm so excited I get to talk about Malik Neighbors. He is my favorite receiver in this draft class, not my number one. That's Marvin Harrison Jr., but just my favorite Dan Schneier-type receiver because he does the things that I love that I think translate to the NFL level. And, you know, I've seen him comp to Antonio Brown, and I can't argue with that comp because something I see so similar in their game is their speed release off the line of scrimmage. It's why he was basically unstoppable, Neighbors, on slot fades and slot verts with LSU, so they kept going to him on that. And what do you see at the NFL level? The cheat code for NFL offense offensive coordinators is slot fade slot verts it's an easy way to create separation um and that's why Malik neighbors had the highest yards per route run in the entire class and as i've mentioned before adam on previous shows every show we're on yards per route run is the stickiest wide receiver stat year over year as far as production goes he also had by far and away the most yards per route run against zone that's where he really kills and nfl defenses play a lot of zone these days there's very few coordinators who run a lot of man he had 1568 yards receiving adam 17.6 yards per catch 14 touchdowns played just about half his slot, uh, his snaps out wide, but more snaps in the slot. So I think that's something interesting to consider. But really what you see from neighbors that makes him stand out is his post catch ability. It's how he transitions as a pat receiver to a ball carrier. It really looks a lot to me like a souped up, more explosive, faster version of what Zay Flowers did at Boston College as far as catching the ball transitioning to a runner once you have caught the ball and then making your moves to set up what you're going to do. And he had the fourth most uh, missed tackles, forced missed tackles with 30 in the entire class, Adam. He had the fourth most yards after the catch with 580 yards after the catch. The third most deep yards, according to Pro Football Focus, was 624. There's really not anything he can't do. And I think I give credit here to Nate Tice because I just saw this breakdown right before we came on the pod, Adam. But he does everything right. And this is a good example against Mississippi State. He's running a vertical route where he creates a separation. And he even has the nuance in his game to present your hands late. And why is it important to present your hands late on a vertical route, Adam? It's because you want to get that defensive back, give him the least information possible as far as where the ball is going to be and where you're going to be. And he reels it in. So I just love neighbors' ability to potentially impact fantasy football with his yards after the catch ability, his play strength, and then what he could do as a deep receiver on those vertical routes. I think no matter where he goes, he's going to be a weapon in year one for you in fantasy, Adam. So he's somebody who will be targeting in a lot of leagues. Well, I don't want him to see, from a fantasy standpoint, I don't want to see him go to the Giants and a lot of mock drafts. Giants taking him at six overall. I mean, I think the Chargers would be much better. Uh, so give me like a round, give me rounds in a twelve-team league where, okay, let's say they bring back Keenan Allen, but not Mike Williams, and they draft Malik Neighbors five. What round then for Neighbors, and what round if he goes to the Giants? 
Okay. Uh, and then we'll do like a, a mystery trade up team. Cause I still think that that's in play as well. People really, cause there are GMs that have him as wide receiver one over Harrison, which is crazy because Harrison's so good, but makes some sense. So chargers, if he goes there, no Williams, I'm going to take him at him as early as round three. I really am. I love this guy's ability to potentially be an immediate difference maker. It'll probably be mid to late round three. That's where I'm looking to target him. If it's the giants, Daniel Jones, who, are you telling me Daniel Jones is quarterback or are they, are they made some oh, kind of play at quarterback? No, I mean, look, if they take him in the first round, how are they going to get a lot better at quarterback? It seems unlikely. So it's Daniel Jones. It's Daniel Jones, a quarterback. Uh, in that case, I'm, I'm just a little bit, probably around six or seven for me. Okay. That's Dan Schneier. I'm Adam Azer, and that was Malik Neighbors. And we will talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today in 5. <laughs>